0: Welcome to the Ghost Train! Tickets, please! Take your seat and enjoy the ride! All aboard! (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome on board the Ghost Train Podcast, the podcast that dives right into the creepy and freaky world of the paranormal. Now this week I wanted to talk to you about guardian angels and how they can help steer you on the right path in life. First off, do you even believe in guardian angels? I mean, like, I feel certain spirits are watching over us, whether that's like a relative that's passed on, or it is in fact a higher being, like an angel, I I don't know. But if you're at all curious about if there's something around you, I'm gonna give you some tips on if your guardian angel is giving you a sign that they're with you. Alright, so here we go. Do you dream about these angels or some sort of a visitation? Because dreams are often considered the windows into the soul, but they also can indicate that your guardian angel is nearby. Angel believers report that a guardian angel may visit you in a dream to let you know that they are watching over you. They may even try to deliver some sort of a message to you, or they may simply be just reassuring you of their presence. Now, do you see strange orbs around you? If you spot a bright light or a strange colored orb, you might think that your eyes are playing tricks on you. However, these lights and orbs are said to be vehicles for angels. You may spot an orb in your everyday life, or you may look at a photograph and notice that a strange orb is floating around you. Many claim these unique lights are signs that your guardian angel is by your side. I don't know about orbs, so what do you think about them? That's a pretty touchy subject. Do you notice a sudden sweet smell? Now I've had this happen to me when I was living in my last house. It all of a sudden would start to smell like someone was baking this delicious food in the other room and I got up and there was nothing there. So maybe that was some sort of a guardian angel or just a, a spirit telling me that it was there and that it was nice and that it was watching over me. Here's one that's always a bit creepy to me. Your baby sees something that you can't. Now many believe that babies and pets may be able to see your guardian angels even when the rest of us can't see it. Angels are said to put animals and babies at ease. You might see a pet staring at a certain spot in the room or a baby smiling at something that you can't even see. If you spot a baby, Seeming to interact with something that isn't there, it may just be a sign that your guardian angel is present and that's another reason why I think that your relatives are around. They want to see your newborn babies, they want to come by and hang out and get to know you. I feel like that's definitely something that could more of a past relative and I guess a guardian angel too. Now i don't know about this one but you can be the judge of that you start to spot angel numbers in common places now angel numbers are just the most common ways that angels will attempt to capture your attention and guide you with their angel numbers Now, these angel numbers are specific personal meanings to you, such as your birthday, anniversaries, or just repeating numbers such as 333 or 1111. These numbers popping up in everyday situations may be your guide or your guardian angel's way of getting your attention. Now here's one for you. You feel like you're not alone. I feel like everyone has had some sort of experience like that. You just have feeling like you're being watched or that there's someone with you. Now that feeling that you're not alone. Now this might just be a sixth sense or it might be the raising of the hairs in the back of the neck. Many angel believers can sense when their guardian angel is with them. They report that they know someone else is present, even though the room may appear to be empty. Now, of course, these types of things happen all the time and you feel that feeling. And is that just them telling you that they're there or they're trying to warn you of something? Up to you to decide. Now I wanted to talk and give you a bit of a brief little explanation about guardian angels because my guest this week Kim has two stories to tell where she was helped by some form of a higher power. I don't have answers for these stories. I'm just amazed by them. So here we go. Next stop, my guardian angel.
1: So there's two different things that happened to me. And I'll start with the one that happened further in my past and it was when I was really young so I was about four and you know in the in the 80s back in the day like our parents just kind of let us play outside and they Mm -hmm. didn't really know where we were we were off in the backyard we were off in the forest we were you know building forts like doing all sorts of stuff outside so I think it was just a different time Where our parents kind of were like, okay, you can be outside, stay in the backyard or stay here. Like they kind of knew in general where we were, but they didn't really know where we were, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. No, I remember just getting on my bike and going off with my friends and like saying to my parents, yeah, I'll see you later. like, make sure you're back for dinner. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, okay, be back for dinner. I know kind of where you're like the vicinity you're in, but I'm not sure really where you are. Like you could really be anywhere. Um, So it's kind of like in, in that era, right? Like where we kind of maybe as kids had a bit more freedom and Mm -hmm. I was about four and I was sitting on the porch with my two sisters. So I'm the youngest. Um, My oldest sister is six years older than me. So my mom probably kind of relied on her a little bit to watch us or play with us and be with us. So I have no idea where my parents were. Like I, like, who knows, like they're in the house somewhere in the backyard. I'm not sure, but we were on the front porch to our house and I grew up like on a crescent. So it wasn't a busy street. Like you'd get the kind of odd car driving by, but it was usually someone who lived on the street. So not a lot of, not a lot of foot traffic and not a lot of like just traffic in general, Mm -hmm. but I was sitting on the steps. And for some reason I can't quite remember my two sisters had gone inside And for some reason, I don't know why, I decided to stay outside. And all I remember is that, okay, they're coming back. So I was just waiting for them to come back. And I don't even know how much time had passed, maybe a couple minutes. But I was still just sitting on the step. And a car drove up. And this is a little, I didn't really think of this until years later, what this actually meant. But a car drove up. And a man was driving a car and he starts telling me to, to come to the car. So as a rule, like my mother would always say, don't go past this grass. Like if you're outside, just don't go past here. So as the man is telling me to come to the car, my first instinct is, you know what, he's an adult. He's telling me what to do, I, I, I should go. So I'm gonna go. So I get up to go to the car and I'm not really thinking much of it, because he's just telling me to, to come. Like, why was I going to the car? Like, I should not be yeah. talking to strangers, obviously, right? So anyways, for whatever reason, I started walking towards the car. And then when I got to the patch of grass where we weren't supposed to go by, um, I heard this voice that basically was, like, very angry, like, just mad and just, ye- like, basically yelled at me. Mm-hmm. And was like, Kimberly. Like, it was just kind of very authoritative. Kimberly. Stop. Like, it stopped. And I kind of looked around, like, okay. And then it said, get inside the house now. Whoa. Yeah. And it was just this voice. And, like, I didn't really think much of it as a four-year-old. So I just went inside the house. And this is so not like your
0: mom calling you from the house.
1: I and that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what it was, and there are some things looking back where I'm like, I don't think it was her. Uh, and I'll tell you why. But I, I just don't know what it was. You know, like so I thought that maybe it was her. So years later, I, I kind of forgot about it, and then years later, I was just like, maybe as a teenager, just kind of like it, the memory came back to me, and I was like, holy crap, like that was actually like a potential kidnapping.
0: Yeah, you're almost taken.
1: Yeah, so so I told my mom, and mom, like, do you remember that? Like, remember you called me in the house, that man drove by and she was very disturbed by this. She was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. When did this happen? And I was like, when I was a kid, like I was just kind of surprised that she didn't know what I was talking about. Cause it was such a... Right. Like if someone was, if I was on the street with my kid or I saw something happen and my kid was walking towards a stranger's car, mm-hmm. I would remember that.
0: Yeah, that would <laughs> like, be ingrained oh, in your mind.
1: Yeah. And then secondly, my mom never calls me Kimberly ever. Not hmm. once in my life has she ever called me that. The only person who actually calls me that is my father. Okay. I believe in a lot of things because I think there's just too many things out there, especially after listening to Ghost Rain. That Mm -hmm. can't be explained, you know, so I do believe there's something and I do believe that maybe there's something protecting us in certain situations. So I don't know, I kind of think at that and think maybe something was trying to protect me.
0: Yeah, a guardian angel for sure. i don't know
1: that's what i'm thinking i don't know i just think it's maybe it's too much of a coincidence like at that exact moment when i was so close to that car
0: oh i'm getting chills right now thinking about this just because there's scary stories but being taken as a child or like seeing that in my mind just no
1: it's so upsetting
0: yeah it's like really that's more what it is it's just like an upsetting feeling that it's just that this happens and and I thankfully know. that that didn't happen to you, but it's still like, it's a different type of scary.
1: It is right. Cause when I think about it, I'm like, I might not be here. Yeah. And Oof. if it weren't for that voice, I would have gone to the car. And okay. something told me not to go. So I didn't go.
0: Thankfully. And as, yeah. the voice again,
1: I've never heard it again. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I've never heard it again. I just assume if I do hear it again, it's not a good situation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make sure that
0: you're listening to it, right?
1: Yeah, like I just I assume if I do hear that again, (laughs) it's not (laughs) like I won't. I'm I'm not in a good situation because that obviously was not a good situation for Uh me to be in. Okay. And I didn't really think of it until years later, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like that was a child abduction." in play yeah no it's really disturbing like it's actually kind of really disturbing sorry my mom when I told her she was like very disturbed
0: Mm -hmm. and and I didn't tell her and
1: yeah I know poor mom so Mm. I know in a way I think of that sometimes and I'm like okay you know I'm gonna be right beside my kids I know it's a different time and era and things were different then and kids playing outside wasn't that's just what people did you know that's one, one of the stories. And I'm not sure I understand it. Like, I don't know what it was, you know what I mean? I just think it was something that I look back on and I'm like, it was just too much of a coincidence to that oh, for so that, that to be happening.
0: And do you have any uh, other stories that you wanted to share?
1: I I have one more that I think, it's more like a feel good story so um whenever personally whenever I'm going through a difficult time I think of this and I I like pretty much instantly feel a lot better. Yeah, so it's kind of along the same lines of previous like someone maybe looking out or but this one happened a lot more recently it happened in my 20s so not well, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like a few years ago now, but it was kind of at a time in my life where I was, I was questioning a lot of things spiritually and religiously. Like I was just trying to find answers to things. I read up about many different types of religions. I went to church, <laughs> which oh, yeah. I haven't done in like years, just just to kind of find a path. I felt like I was kind of confused about some things, so yeah. I started to ex- explore different things and, you know, like what figure it out, yeah, yeah, like trying to figure things out. Um, and it happened one night when I was lying on, like, I was just it was in the summertime, and my parents were always gone for the summer at the cottage, so I was alone. And I was lying down on the couch just kind of watching TV and, you know, in the evening, like early evening. And still, like, kind of in my mind, I was kind of questioning things. I was even watching. Actually, I remember what program I was watching. You know those, like, programs about religion? Yeah. That are kind of sometimes on TV and sometimes they're a little bit much. But anyways, for some reason, I was watching it. So I remember just lying down. I was on my side just watching the TV. Like, you know how you'd be lying on a couch on your side, just kind of comfortable and watching television. So in my mind, I just, as I'm watching this program, I just asked, I don't even remember what I asked. I just kind of asked for a sign. Just, you know, kind of point me in the right direction. I don't really, I'm kind of confused about spiritualism and kind of which way to go and I'm just not sure. I just need Mm -hmm. some help figuring this out. So I kind of I said all this in my mind. I wasn't talking out loud. And then something kind of compelled me to just turn onto my back. I don't know why. Like I don't think anything was forcing me to do it but it's kind of like I just instantly as soon as I asked that question, I just was compelled to line my back. And I was looking up at the ceiling and it started off as like the size of a pin, but there was a light coming through that pin hole. And and the light just like suddenly expanded. Picture like a pinhole and just get opening and opening. Right. And opening. And it was just like a light, the brightest light I've ever right. seen in my life. Imagine the sun, but it didn't hurt your eyes. Wow. So like as bright as the sun and everything around the room kind of muted out. It kind of, you know, when you're looking at the sun, you can't really see other things around. Like it kind of mm-hmm. just blends in. So it kind of was like that. And it was to the point where the whole ceiling and even part of the walls were just like this light. And from that light came messages that were given to me through the light. So it, I didn't hear anything. It was, was like it telepathic yeah it was telling me but not verbally so it said just in a way that I would understand it but it basically said you know don't worry about this don't worry about your job don't worry about your friends don't worry about anything like it basically said do not worry about anything Mm. and it said all that really matters and this is where like I kind of get chills it sounds a little cheesy but I always go back to this when I'm going through a difficult time and it said all that really matters is love so that's what it said and like it was such an and with that message was also feelings that came through so it was like the strongest feeling of love and I don't, I'm looking for the word. It's very difficult to describe because it wasn't a human emotion I've ever felt.
0: No.
1: I've never experienced like a type of love like that, that came through that light. It was like, such an overwhelming feeling of love and support and just you're loved. Wow. And, and it was to the point where I started crying. Because I, I didn't know how else to like because it was such an overwhelming sensation. Yeah. That I like I've never and I've never experienced that that feeling again. And I what's funny is during this whole time I could still hear the TV, so I could still hear and and like see somewhat of the program to the side. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, was I a dream? And I was like, no, like I was awake. Mm-hmm. I was. 100% awake. I I was watching TV and then all of a sudden this happened immediately when I asked that question.
0: And did the light go away? Did it like dissipate or did it stay it just, there for a long time? It, and it was, was very
1: it short. Like I'd probably say maybe like 10 seconds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it just dissipated like as fast as it came. It just went. Wow. And then after that I just like I kind of just rolled back over and like continued watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just
0: like you're in such shock that you don't even know what's going on and i
1: didn't even know what to think and i remember telling my one of my friends after about it and they were like what and i was like yeah i don't know what to think i don't but i, I you know in your mind when something happens i'm sure you've when you've experienced things you're like what no that wasn't real that couldn't possibly be really? real
0: yeah, you immediately go to that just to make sense of it, right?
1: Yeah, because that doesn't make only, sense. It doesn't make sense. What,
0: what we're taught and what we've learned, right? So, you're, it doesn't you think a different way to make it make sense, and it takes a bit of time to process it,
1: right? It does, and I feel like sometimes I'm still processing it. So, hmm. like, like sometimes I'm just like, "What was that?" You know what I mean? But I just think it was such a nice like it was very calming and I've never seen anything like that since. But like I said, anytime when I'm going through something difficult or in in life, I I think about that. And it kind of reminds me to be a certain way because of the message in there was nothing matters. It basically was like nothing matters except love. That's it. That's wow. all. Yeah. It's a good message. Yeah. to
0: constantly remind yourself of, right? So
1: yeah, that's what I do. So sometimes, I mean, we all have our days, right? Like where we're grumpy, or maybe we didn't act a certain way that we're proud of, or you know. So whenever that happens to me, I'm like you know what, I need to chill out, <laughs> like, and I'll okay. think of that situation. Yeah.
0: Those are really, really amazing stories.
1: Yeah, i I think so. Like i I've never seen anything else since then. I haven't seen anything I'm kind of more like a feelings person so maybe it came to me in ways where I would understand it yeah a bit more feelings
0: right Yeah, that makes a lot of sense
1: yeah so that's maybe the way it communicated to me when I was going through a difficult time kind of struggling to understand things that was the way whatever it was thought this is how she'll understand it
0: hmm. well thanks see. for sharing them with all the ghost train passengers
1: Yeah, I hope that everyone enjoys them. And yeah, like I said, whenever I'm having a rough day, I just think about that light and it kind of gets me through the day.
0: I think that everyone should remember that. And the only thing that they need to be worried about is love. With all the scary paranormal events that happen, it's nice to hear the friendly ghosts or like I like to call them, the Caspers of the paranormal world that are here helping people like him. Now I don't know what to make of this story or what it could even be other than a spiritual being. I, I don't know. I just can't explain it. Is God speaking to her? I don't know. What do you think? Now That's all for this week's Ghost Train Podcast. I want to thank Kim for taking the time to chat about her stories. The first one was a different type of terrifying for me. The second may not have been terrifying, but it was definitely unexplainable and a life-changing experience for Kim. Plus, it totally gave me chills. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you have a scary story you want me to read, contact me on social media and send it over. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at ghost train podcast and Twitter. Hit me up at ghost train PC. Don't forget to support the ghost train podcast on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash ghost train podcast. This is the place where you can get shout outs on the ghost train or even get your episodes early. Head over and check it out, and if it's something that you're interested in supporting, that's amazing. If not, don't worry about it. I'll still be keeping rocking with you. It's all good. Until the next ghost train gets in the station, good luck sleeping tonight.